The Shorter Catechism begins by declaring that the chief purpose of our lives is to find endless holiness and happiness in God. Hello, this is Pastor James. Join me as I go through the Westminster Shorter Catechism week by week, unpacking what it means for us to be holy and happy. As part of a portion of our weekly worship that we call Giving Thanks for God's Mercy, we recite a version of the Ten Commandments that has been set to rhyme and meter by the great hymn writer Isaac Watts. It is a helpful summary that many of our members, including my own children and I, have committed to memory. Thou shalt have no more gods but me, before no idol bow thy knee, take not the name of God in vain, nor dare the Sabbath day profane. Give both thy parents honor due, take heed that thou no murder do. Abstain from words and deeds unclean, nor steal though thou art poor and mean, nor make a willful lie, nor love it, what is thy neighbor's dare not covet? By reciting these words together in our church, we prepare our hearts for an honest and humble confession of our sins before the Lord, appealing by faith and repentance to His mercy in granting forgiveness to sinners who are lowly and penitent. As we have mentioned in our previous lesson, the moral law is not an external set of rules that God had given to Adam subsequent to his creation. Rather, it is an inherent principle of life that was concreated with Adam as a result of his being made in the image of God. For this reason, it is important for us to understand that the Ten Commandments are not equivalent to, but instead represent, a summary of the moral law. This idea is reflected in question 41 of the Catechism, which asks, Where is the moral law summarized? Answer, the moral law is summarized in the Ten Commandments. As a summary of the moral law, the Ten Commandments is a comprehensive table that expresses the way of life that should mark God's children. It is not a set of goals to perform in order to receive God's salvation. As a summary of the moral law that is written in each one of our hearts as bearers of God's image, the Ten Commandments serve as a benchmark of the kind of holy and happy life that God wills for all of us to have. That it was necessary for God to give the Ten Commandments to the people of Israel after He had saved them from Egypt attests to the fact of man's sinfulness and forgetfulness. While we were all created with God's moral law within us, sin nevertheless hinders us from having a right and accurate knowledge of the duty that God requires of us. Had there 
not been a fall of man, there would never have been a need for God to give the Ten Commandments. Adam, had he obeyed perfectly beyond the period of testing that God had placed him in, would never have had any need to be reminded of his obligations towards God. The reason for this is because faith and obedience to God's moral law would have been natural to him as a creature functioning properly under God. Now, because of the redemption that Christ has purchased for us, all who are united to him by faith are enabled by the Holy Spirit to respond to God's moral law in obedience and faith. To this end, the Ten Commandments as a summary of the moral law serves as a normative set of rules that is native to the new life of holiness and godliness that now obtains for us as a result of our being reconciled to God by faith in Jesus Christ. This program was brought to you by Pilgrim Community Church a confessional Presbyterian church that meets in Cubao, Quezon City. For more information, please visit our website at pilgrimcommunity.church.